Hello and welcome to Courageous and Free. I'm your host, Jacqueline Mack, Clarity Coach, Rapid BS Clearer, and Wealth Activator. I'm also a retired high-ticket sales specialist, corporate trainer, and speaker. Now, I have designed this podcast for busy moms and dads, business owners, entrepreneurs, and corporate executives that are just like you. A tool to efficiently and effectively get clear on what fulfillment, purpose, and confidence means to you, as well as clear away all the BS to not only increase confidence and clarity rather easily, but transforming into the happiest and wealthiest version of you, which is living your dreams like a boss consistently. My genius and superpower is helping successful high performers create new boundaries and beliefs to lead them back to their truest desires, whether it's escaping the nine to five or falling back in love with it. I help people live their dreams like a boss with inspiration, the expectation of success, and the fearlessness to show up in their truth confidently while operating only from their zone of genius with ease, without apologies and no shame for wanting it all and actually consistently living and receiving it all with grace and ease. If you are sick and tired of the hamster wheel to nowhere, are stuck in the guilt of wanting more, scared to commit, too freaked out to quit, have fears about failing, are constantly stuck in old ways of being and doing life, and yet know, like really know you were meant to have, be, do, and experience so much more, yet confused on the how, not sure who, not sure where to start when it comes to making the necessary shifts without freaking out or feeling like a failure, or giving up on your dreams, then this podcast is for you. So are you ready to live your truth, live a fulfilling life for the first time, or up-level your success? Then what are you waiting for? Let's go. What's blocking you from your breakthrough? Breakthroughs can be small. Breakthroughs can be, I had an aha moment. I realized I don't want to brush my teeth with my right hand. I want to use my left hand. It can be silly little things that allow you to have more freedom and more freedom in what areas do you want? Is it love, connection, happiness, money, things like that. So that's what I'm talking about when I talk about breakthrough. It can be as big as a career shift. It can be as big as quitting an old behavior that has honestly led you to success. That's a breakthrough. So I'm like, why would I quit an old behavior that's led me to success? Because I guarantee you, if you desire more or next level success, this is just the psychology of human performance and human potential, it's going to require a new version of you, new patterns, new ways of being. So my goal today is to share with you some things that are blocking your breakthrough. Breakthroughs, if you look at them, are technically what happens when what's possible meets what's desperately needed. Like, I've had a breakthrough. I've been needing this. And I know it's possible, but I haven't experienced it yet in my world, but I've seen other people do it. I want to do it too. So I prefer to look at it as it's a set point. It's an energetic set point. You decide how you show up. And when you're a match for what's possible, it happens. This is why we don't get to a goal. We don't get to a dream. We don't get to the thing. We are the person showing up in the way that the thing matches and it happens. I can't even tell you how God, infinite source, whatever you want to call it, creates little 
notes, little, little things like you're on the right track that you'll find around along the way, as long as you're aware of it and you're not running around with blinders on. And it's not fair to say blinders to some degree, because we all don't know what we don't know. There are even things I don't know. I don't know. But the more intentional I am with my conscious awareness and acknowledgement of where I'm at physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, every moment will allow me to escalate to knowing more what I don't know and deciding if that's something I do want to know and I do want to take forward. So I believe without a shadow of a doubt, with a thousand percent certainty that what you want right now is available right now. You're just not a match for it. And one of these eight things is blocking you. (laughs) And that's it. It's really that simple. So let's talk about the first thing. The first thing is not being clear on a vision, not being clear on the end result. So if you've ever hopped on an activate and create call with me, we talk about where you are. We talk about where you want to be. And we talk about this gap and what is that gap doing for you. So we talk about where you are and we talk about where you want to be and this gap. And some of my clients, the gap feels like inches, centimeters, milliseconds. Some of my clients, the gap feels like it's decades or light years away, right? And there's different moments in time because life's continuing to happen. And it's how we're showing up to respond to how life is happening and how we respond to how life's happening. It's going to respond back. Notice I'm using the word respond, not react. There is intention behind that word. So when you're not clear on your vision or the end result, and you're saying, I wish I could, I want, I, I really need. I have a whole other podcast episode on those words, by the way, wishing, wanting, needing, desiring, and the difference between that. I had another friend who was like, I want a baby. I want to be pregnant. Okay. Do you want the baby or do you want to be pregnant? Because there's multiple ways to get a baby. Journey of pregnancy is one way, but there's so many other ways to have a baby in your life, right? There's also many ways to be pregnant and not have a baby in your life. And I don't mean to say that because that could be a trigger for many people, but that's just the truth. So when you're setting intentions and desires and you're living from that, really put into play, I not only want a healthy, vibrant pregnancy, but I also am calling in and I desire a bubbly, bouncy, healthy baby. You got to leave that part in there. If you forget that part, this is why things kind of get wonky. And it's like, well, I said I wanted this, but I'm getting this. Or I said I wanted more of that and I'm getting that. I said I want a lot of money, but I didn't want it to come in and then I have to pay out. (laughs) Everything is a vibration. Everything is a flow and everything has energy, especially our thoughts. Our thoughts are very powerful. Our words are 500 times more powerful than our thoughts. Here's another example. You desire a relationship. Uh, one that you really want to do life with, right? So you can just say, I want a relationship. I want someone that looks like this, talks like this, has these interests. Great. But what do you really want? You want someone to do life with. You want someone that you can experience, make decisions with, live out your desires, your mutual desires, and then the ones that are mutual. Me and my husband have desires to do things. Some things I do with him. I like to wake surf with him behind a quarter million dollar boat with a coach on a safe lake that doesn't have gators in Florida. Now, if he said, Hey, you want to go wake surf with these people who have a boat that kind of know what they're doing, but they're not a coach. No, because I'm not a confident wake surfer yet. (laughs) Right. I'm still very nervous. And I have to remind myself to breathe when I pop up out of the water and it's time to let go of that rope and sit in the pocket. That's just an example. Right. So when you can figure out that you want is the vision, is the desires, 
the heart of hearts. The vision comes from the heart, by the way. This isn't like I want a million dollars or I want Chick-fil-A for lunch or I want ice cream for dinner. Like <laughs> this isn't like the the want. This is like something that you desire that you have no clue, or maybe you have a couple ideas of how it'll work out, but it hasn't happened yet. And you've never experienced that level of whatever that is that you desire, right? Um, number two is never actually deciding. <laughs> this, is, this is a very big one. So I'm known in the space, not just for high ticket sales, consulting, helping people master that as a soulful solution-based selling process. But I'm also very much known for helping people not only mastering their decisions, mastering their breakthroughs, but that's all part of self-mastery. If you think you've self-mastered certain things and you haven't mastered your breakthroughs and you haven't mastered your decision-making, you have work to do. It's possible. It doesn't have to be heavy, hard work. It can be fun. It can be light. But if you're not looking at where your decisions are guiding you or what the result of your decisions are basically your experiences, then we got to check yourself. You got to come back to the acknowledgement. You got to come back to the awareness of the present moment and what that is doing. So what one really desires is really leading into what decisions am I now making to support that? So decide, commit, claim it, own it, and continue to not be stopped by other circumstances, other situations, analysis paralysis, because that's going to happen. But how long are you going to allow it to stop you? Especially if you're new to mastering decision-making. Do you even know what it means to master decision-making? Do you know how to simplify so that your decisions are easily made? There's going to be a whole other episode on that one soon. Number three, you're comfortable with where you're at. You say you want one thing, but you're not doing anything to take action to get out of that thing. Be a relationship, that could be a job. That could be a title or a role or an expectation or an agreement that needs to be shifted, right? So you say you don't want where you are, but your reality is going to keep showing you that you are just where you are because nothing's changed. The mind loves what's predictable and familiar, right? This is your dissuasion in your head. In your head, it's saying, let's keep you right where you are because it's predictable and it's safe. But your heart is saying, I want more. I desire this experience or I desire more of X, Y, or Z. Happiness, love, adventure, money, abundance, bliss, all of it. So when your head and heart are in a a dissuasion or disagreement of, well, this is safe, so let's just settle for that. And the heart's like, no, let's go do the thing. Let's risk it. This is why I did a reel a couple days ago on, would you rather be happy or comfortable? Shoot. I'd rather be happy and uncomfortable all day because uncomfortable just means I'm growing and expanding because I have a relationship with that. When you can become comfortable with being uncomfortable, now you've unlocked that next level with your vision, with your decision-making, with your self-mastery, with your expansion. And so if you're comfortable with where you are, I guarantee that's holding you back. If you're saying you want any more, you're not actually willing to get uncomfortable to experience more, you're going to continue to keep getting what you're getting, which is predictable, relatable results, but that's holding you back from going into bigger, experiencing more. Again, neither of this stuff, by the way, is right or wrong. It's just what it is. Number four is your sense of worthiness. This stems back to childhood (laughs) and into your adult age. Who are you giving your power away to declare what you are worthy of or what you're not worthy of experiences or even a value of like what you're worth 
in the, in the corporate world or in the career world and what you're not worth. Because at the end of the day, you're the only one that can decide that. And if you're allowing external circumstances or people to decide that, you're giving your power away. Number five is the golden key question. This is the goal. If you were to listen to anything throughout this talk today, it's this one night here, number five. And it's no coincidence I was born on five, five, and then it happened to be number five on the list. The number five is what if. We always say, what if things go wrong? What if, and you think about all the things that can go wrong. I don't tell people not to consider what could possibly go wrong because you can be ready and proactive to tackle it if there was something that could go wrong. Now, at the end of the day, let's make sure we flip it immediately and say, what if it was easy? What if it all worked out? What if I was worthy? What if what I am seeking was ready and I just kept walking by like this? How would you show up? How would you be? How would you look at and feel? How would you do life if you knew it would be easy, you were worthy, and it's ready? What if? What if? Those two words heading in this trajectory versus the what if other opposite polar spectrum will unlock your breakthrough. Hands down, certain of it, a thousand percent. Don't believe me? DM me. Number six, release your death grip. A death grip on the how. This is requiring you to have real trust and faith and real knowing. Real knowing is heart-centered knowing, not just logical knowing of what's possible. Tapping into your real courage, your true confidence, and all that's available right now. In order to do that, that's the release of the how. Know what you want, know why you want it, know who you are showing up to receive it. And that action, taking a line action gets you in receptive mode without really putting pressure on the how. Because when you death grip how and you're focusing on this way to do it, how, and it's a grind and it's a push and it's a not so good feeling, you're missing out on the ease and the flow how, which could be something even better than you ever imagined. You'll be missing out on that next level potential possibility. So you're most likely running on autopilot right now. This is why it's really critical to understand what is blocking you from your breakthrough. Because when you are focusing on not just realizing that there is possibility and break and, and potential in your breakthrough, but that you're here and happy and where you are, there's gratitude. It's like, wow, I came this far. I remember years ago when I just came this far and I, I didn't have it all figured out. I didn't know how it was all going to play out, but here I am even through the layoffs, even through the, the separations, even through the grief, even through the circumstances, the situations that we used to give all our power to. And maybe you're one of those people that's like, I'm still giving my power away. Which leads me to number seven, which is imposter syndrome. Another area that we give power away. We give power away to that dissuasion in our head that says, you're not making an impact. You don't know how to do that. You don't have enough money. You're too old. You're too young. You don't have enough time. And when it boils down to that dissuasion or those, those limiting thoughts of there's already somebody doing it who thinks you could do it just as well, if not better, it's imposter syndrome. And when you start to feel imposter syndrome, here's the cool thing about being aware and acknowledging of imposter syndrome. It's, it actually means that you're actually taking the action to make that impact because you're not feeling imposter syndrome when you're sitting on the couch 
or playing with your kids or watching some Netflix on a Saturday night. This is also leading into the feeling of not feeling good enough. Imposter syndrome and not feeling good enough, just limiting old paradigms, old beliefs that we get to eliminate and say, you're not winning today. You're not playing today. Number eight. Number eight is the icing on the cake. This will block your breakthrough. This will crush all your dreams. This will delay you and delay you a lifetime. And you may pass away with things you wish you could have done. Regrets. I have no regrets to this day. And I remember looking my doctor, Dr. Rippey, actually, in the eye when I was a young buck. And I think I was only 22, 21, 22, somewhere around there. And uh, I could have graduated early, had a career right out of school. Instead, I looked him in the eye and said, no, I appreciate this offer. If it's available when I get back, I will totally take it on. But I want to travel the world. So I did semester at sea. I graduated on time instead of early. And I had no knowing that I was going to have a job. Who has a job in writing before they graduate from college? Not many people, right? Not many people. So what I did is I let that anchor into my human beingness. And I didn't know this at the time because I was all about human performance. Go, do, perform, make it happen, make it happen. You can do this. Let's get everybody to make it happen. And it happens. And then we all celebrate. And then we make it happen again. And now I'm all about the human potential. So when I talk about the fear of the unknown, feel the fear and do it anyway. And when you're really unsure, that's the thing you do. The thing you fear most, that's when you lock arms, you're decided, you're committed, and you're all in. You are the one doing the thing. It's like, well, how do I do the thing? You you take the steps. How do I know it's the right steps? You'll feel an alignment. You take aligned action. Aligned action feels light and expansive, even while your knees are shaking because you're a little afraid. But you do the thing because the fear of the unknown is the most powerful fear of all. Fear of the unknown is where the mind sees it as this isn't familiar. This isn't predictable. This isn't safe. When there's nothing to predict, it's not safe. Limits. It's not true. You can do things and it still be very safe. (laughs) You can do things that you've never done before. Like me wake surfing in my forties, like, Oh my God, I have kids. I can't break a hip or a knee or whatever. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to face the unknown. I don't know if I'm going to crash and burn. I don't know how this is all going to play out, but my husband really wants me to enjoy the sport with him. So I'm going to give it a shot. The only thing that was keeping me back was what's between my, my ears. And this is what I teach every day. This is what I get to do with my clients. So this is why I have a book on my desk too, that says, do one thing every day that scares you. Do one thing every day that scares you. So I uh, jumped in the water, put the wake surfboard at my feet, listened to the coach. was being pulled about a quarter million dollar boat. <laughs> so the quality of the boat, the quality of the coach, the quality of my coachability popped up out of the water. You can do it. I can do it. Now, do I still fear it? Yes, because I'm not confident in my competency of it yet because I've only done it twice in my life. <laughs> Size of my life. I'm going to do it more because I do love it. And I love pushing and growing myself past the fear. Right. I also love jumping out of planes. Some people don't love jumping out of planes. It, it's, it's perspective. And my growth and experience is different from yours. Your fear of the unknown is going to look different from mine. There's things I've done that you're fearing that I can help you get through. There's things that I haven't done that you're fearing that I can help you get through. It's not that I have to know it. 
I just have to be there to hold space for you, to help activate you, to help integrate what's possible for you and you trusting your own self so that you're not dependent on a coach. You're not dependent on external circumstances or situations to allow you to break through the unknown. But what happens is, um, actually, I want to share this because this is, this is important. What happens is we end up aging and the nurse said it best. This nurse shared with me, and I think this is now even public, that if someone knew the day they would die, they wouldn't fear death as much. If you knew the exact day you're going to die, you probably wouldn't fear death as much. I'm like, whoa, I never really thought about it that way. We don't know when it's our time. But if they don't know the day they're going to die, death is terrifying. And it leads me back to a quote that I heard. Um, actually, I didn't hear it. I read it. It was on the back of a photo of my uncle, Larry, who was a pilot. Um, he used to parachute at funerals and special events. And the quote on the back, and this was when I was very young. He died when I was in third or fourth grade. I didn't know this is the, the, the impact I was going to be making on the world. But it said, the tragedy of life is not death. It's what dies inside us while living. We decide what lives out of us. We decide what we want to experience. The things that die inside us while we're living that don't get to be experienced or expressed, that sucks. And I hear people say like, yeah, I'm dying and I didn't get to do this, this, or this, or I shoulda, coulda, woulda, blah, 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 blah. Like shoulda, coulda, wooding all over yourself for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 50 years, 80 years. Come on. But these are old paradigms. That was my stomach growling, by the way. <laughs> you heard that? It is almost lunchtime for me. Um, it's 2023. There is enough resources and tools on the interwebs to not allow these eight things of the fear of the unknown, the imposter syndrome, the death grip on the how, having to know how to do it, have to do it just right. That also leads into perfectionism. And as a recovering perfectionist right here, I know everything about that your sense of worthiness, being good enough, and who's deciding what you're even worthy or capable of and your potential of that, being comfortable where you are, never actually committing, never actually deciding and being wishy-washy and riding that fence or being like, well, someday when the stars align. No, you decide when the stars are aligning. You decide, you get to, and you know right now, the quickest, easiest way to make a decision is in less than 30 to seconds, 60 seconds. Step one to mastering decision, decision-making process. Place your hand on your heart, close your eyes, because this isn't about what's going on out here for your decision. This isn't about the people in the room, the type of money that's being transferred or the relationships or whatever, all that meaning-making stuff out here. It's right here. You drop into yourself and you say, what I love this. What I love what this person is asking me to do, be, or come to an agreement on. And if it's a hell yes, it's a hell yes. If you waver for 30 seconds, a minute, and it's not a hell yes, it's just a no. It's just a no. So now that you know this, what are you going to do with it? What are you going to do when you understand these blocks? Are you going to be aware of them? Are you going to acknowledge them? Are you going to 
make sure that when you catch yourself and being like, wow, I don't even know what my vision is. I don't even know what I want. I'm just here living on default. But I can design my life by design, my way. I never really asked myself what I would want. This is just the patterns I've fallen into. And I know it's not what I want anymore, but I don't even know what I want anymore. I can help you, I can help you. So you can do a couple things. You can message me on Instagram at Jacqueline Mack. Leave me a, a little message on where you're feeling a little stuck on one of these blocks. You can also um, reach out to me because I do activate and create calls every few months. You can continue to dive deep into what's here available on this podcast. There are tools, there are activations, there are integrations, there are components that are in this podcast already that are broken down into different episodes that will give you what you need to support you to make sure these blocks are not keeping you from your next breakthrough. So with that, I will leave you with be aware, slow down, use the power of breath. Listen to this again, write it down. Which ones are you looking for today? Which blocks are you looking for today? And which ones are you going to look for and not allow you to hold you back for more than 30 to 60 seconds? And I will leave you with so much love. Until next time, bye for now. Wow, what an episode. One more thing before you go. Thank you for investing your time with me today. I truly mean this. The one thing no one, not even the billionaires can buy back is time. Not the last two seconds or day or week or year. So thank you for investing time for yourself with me today. So if this episode got you inspired, activated more clarity on what's blocking your desires or sparked more confidence than ever to take action toward your dreams, do me a huge favor and leave me a review. It will mean the absolute world to me and allows other busy, successful humans like you and I to find the show with ease. And it is truly the best way, not only to show your gratitude for what I am sharing, but allows me to evaluate what the future episodes should be.